Hey friend, over and over again, there is something that I hear and the feeling that I get from culture. More so, I recognize it when we watch TV, but we haven't watched TV in years and I really only partake in social media that I want to. Things that are going to fill me up and encourage me and so I'm not necessarily subjected to whatever random people that I have not given authority to to speak into my life. But I see over and over again, just this living life, just merely getting by. We aren't meant to live like that. We aren't meant to just merely just, oh, I got to get through today. Got to get through tomorrow. And you'll hear this over and over again. Everybody counts down to Friday. You know what I say to that? I got two thumbs down right now. Counting down to Friday, you're missing so much. If that's all you're focused on is getting to Friday in the weekend, But as homeschool moms, we have so much life to live Monday through Friday and Saturday and Sunday. Yes, the days of the week can look different, but we aren't meant to just try to get by. And I hope that that is not the case. If it is for you, this is the episode for you. And even if you're not feeling like you're just trying to get by, but you're feeling like this homeschool lifestyle here. I know it can be better. It just, it's draining me and I'm not enjoying the time with my kids. I know that Lee and all these other homeschoolers say that we should. And yes, we should. There's, it's impossible to a hundred percent enjoy a hundred percent of the moment, but in the back of our minds, we should have the right focus. And that is that we have been given this day This is the day we are in right now. This moment, this hour, this minute, minute, this right here is where we are. And we have a lot that we can pour into in the way that we can shape our day. And we aren't meant to just try to get by just to get to the next day. Because you know what's going to happen years down the road, you're going to realize all I was doing was just trying to get by. And when it comes to homeschooling, all I was doing was just trying to get by. Oh, that's kind of, that would be a bummer. That would be a super bummer for me. So today I want to give you just five quick ideas to make your homeschool days more enjoyable. Are you ready for it? I am. Welcome to the Little by Little Homeschool Podcast, where you can get out of survival mode, feel confident in your homeschool decisions, and gain peace in your heart and home. I know that when we plant our feet firmly in this season of life and embrace our homeschooling, motherhood, and homemaking, we will thrive. I truly believe that we can do this from a place of peace and joy, all while growing a ton of contentment. And while we're at it, Mama, let's deepen those relationships with our children and love these years we get to pour into them. If you're ready to create beauty, seek simplicity, and live intentionally, homeschool mama, then close out that lesson book, let the kids go play, and let's have an authentic conversation. It's inevitable for every homeschool mom to either get to a place of complete burnout, maybe a couple years into homeschooling, maybe a slight burnout, just feeling a lack of motivation. A lot of times we feel this Say, you know, we get back after the Christmas break and we kind of get back into it a little bit and then we start to really experience things. January, February, we're like, I don't know if I can keep doing this. Why am I doing this? If you're questioning that, go back and listen to some other episodes. Keep at it, okay, mama? But we can get burned out. We can just kind of get down. We can just feel overwhelmed by all the day in and the day out. Not only are we homeschooling, but we have the house to keep up with. 
even though I don't, it doesn't have to be pristine, but you're like, it kind of needs to be a little sanitary and put together. We have kids to feed. We have kids of various ages. There might be nap times. There might be activities. Your husband might work some different type of shifts that aren't um, what everybody else works, which homeschooling is a really great way to work around that so that kids get time with dad as well. But the reality is that not every day is, unless you're Mary Poppins, not every day is there isn't, you know, glitter and and just all like, yeah, this is fantastic. There, or Pollyanna, I guess we should say Pollyanna too. And maybe you have a Pollyanna type of personality, but I think that most of us don't. And we can just get bogged down. And we're saying, how can I just every day, day in and day out, because homeschooling is what you want to do. How can I make this day enjoyable for myself? Because we deserve for it to be enjoyable. It doesn't have to be a you know, at a, uh, say like at an amusement park, it doesn't have to be that high in life, unless that type of thing terrifies you like me, that would not be a good day for me. But just think of like your best day, not every day is going to be like that. We're going to have our ups and downs, but how can we just little things. And so I'm going to give you some quick ideas here that are just small things that you can fit into your days, into your weeks and figure out how to weave them into your entire homeschool year. So that when your days are enjoyable, you look forward to them. When you get up in the morning, it's not like, oh no, I got to do this again. It's like, okay, I get to do this again. And here are some things that I have put into my day so that I feel lifted up and encouraged and, and can enjoy each of these days with my kiddos. All right. You ready for those five tips? This is going to be hopefully a quick one. Like I mentioned, I talked your ear off on Monday, so we're going to end the week here with a quick one. So the first thing is right here. Number one, don't overbook yourself. This could be with activities, maybe commitments and activities for yourself. And then with your kiddos, like combine those, look at those together. Is it manageable? I've mentioned before, maybe take a look at your schedule and then cut one thing out to make it actually manageable. So don't overbook yourself when it comes to activities, places to be outside the home, maybe things that you have inside the home. Maybe you're inviting people into your home but also taking a look at your coursework. You don't need all the coursework that you think that you need. You don't. I know. That's crazy. There is so much out there. Have you ever been to a convention? Or even if you just got online, checked out a website that has a ton of curriculum or just a bunch of different websites, and you're like, wow, I need this and this and this and this and this. Nope, you don't need all of those things. You can very easily overbook yourself when it comes to coursework. Because we see all the fun things out there. We've heard from our friends they are doing this. We see online, different, uh, maybe on social media, people who share about homeschooling. Maybe it's even me. Don't just do the things that I do. I want you to evaluate, really, why are you doing these things? And this is what I get to work with moms on in Clarify Your Homeschool. We don't jump right into the curriculum. And I know that you're like, wait, what? I want to do curriculum first. No, we're going to talk about the, we're going to get the, like the basement, like the foundation dug in before we build the house on top of it. The coursework can come. And what I have found with the moms who have gone through Clarify Your Homeschool, they are not overbooking themselves. And if they start to, they say, hey, Lee, do you think I'm overbooking myself? And I say, hey, do you think you're overbooking yourself? Just asking that question means that you possibly are overbooking yourself. What do you want your days to look like? Because that's going to decide a lot of things. So if you're saying, well, I don't know what curriculum, am I adding too many things? Girlfriend, hop on over to clarifyyourhomeschool.com and you and I 
We're going to be able to hang out and get those things figured out, but we're going to work on the foundation first because that is important. That is what's going to carry you from year to year. If you don't know your why, if you don't know your vision for yourself, for your kids, we get to work out what that looks like just this homeschool year. Then we can look to the next homeschool year. What does it look like in general so that when you get to the end of all your homeschooling years, you can say, wow, we did that well. We did that well either from day one or maybe I jumped in to clarify your homeschool after a year or two and we did it well from that point on. So clarifyyourhomeschool.com. If something like a payment plan is what you need, what you're going to do is you're going to scroll all the way to the bottom of clarifyyourhomeschool.com and right there, there's different payment plan options. Okay, so number one, how to enjoy your day is not to overbook yourself. We can become really frazzled and stressed. I don't like to be around myself when I'm stressed. You probably don't enjoy it. I can guarantee you that your husband and your kids don't enjoy it either. So don't overbook yourself and you'll be able to enjoy your days. Number two, we are going to talk about curriculum here, but I want you, I want your ha- have your kids help you pick out the curriculum, pick out the books, pick out the course of study. You can talk about field trips. You can include them in whatever you want to include them in. Maybe it's just one area you want to include them. Maybe it's the whole whatever is your style that you want it to, that you want homeschool to be like. But when we have our kids help pick out the curriculum, say you can start with something like, hey, what do you want to study for science this year? When they get to have some input for that, they will be much more receptive and much more excited and much more, well, let's just say they'll go along with things easier. They'll, I don't want to say compliant because compliant just says, means they're just going to go along with it just to go along with it. But they will actually enjoy the science instead of you saying, we're studying botany this year and you have kids that are not interested in that at all. They are interested in, say, marine life. Now, there's no shade on botany or marine life. Um, These are just examples I'm giving you. But if they're really interested in marine life, study marine life. You're like, well, we did that last year. Well, do it again. Go a little bit more in depth. There's always more resources out there. But when we have our kids involved in picking curriculum with books, any type of course of study, it can make our days more enjoyable because they are enjoying it. And therefore, that takes some stress off of us. We don't have any friction or less friction to have to deal with. Number three is I want you to allow time for your to-do list and for chores. You're like, how is that enjoyable? Well, when you have a moment to sit and relax and at the end of the day, you will feel accomplished because you've allowed time. You figure that into your daily rhythm. You haven't said, oh, I have this long to-do list thing to do, of stuff to do. I have these chores to do. I'll get to when I get time. We are running here. We're running there. And then we have all these activities and we have all this curriculum that we need to get through. Nope. I want you to include regular times of cleanup, include regular times that you get to work on your to-do list. Because when we have that sense of accomplishment, we can look around and say, we have done the things that I wanted us to get done. We did get all the toys cleaned up in the living room. I did get the bathrooms clean. Now I know you're like, that's not enjoyable, but it's enjoyable after the fact. So that's why this number three here, that's why I'm talking about allowing time for to-do lists and chores is because it's enjoyable after the fact. And we can feel a sense of accomplishment and just a sense of peace. And it's just so much nicer to live in an environment that is set up and is clean in a way that fuels us up, that makes us feel good about being there. Okay, now that you have your to-do list kind of figured out some, you've gotten some things done, chores, and you've included your kids in those chores, okay? 
you're not overbooking yourself, you've picked out curriculum, you're done with that stuff, I want you here, number four, is I want you to schedule in free time for yourself. Maybe that's just 30 minutes a day before the kiddos get up, or maybe everybody takes naps, or you do like a nap in a quiet room time, or maybe they're playing outside, or they're just playing nice inside, or maybe it's 30 minutes or an hour or something, that's their screen time, that's when they get to watch a video. Schedule in free time for yourself so that you know it is there. It is, it's in the books. It's on the calendar. You have it. That's what I'm, that's what you're going to do. Whether it's maybe you lay down for a couple minutes just to close your eyes and just to rest your mind and your body. Maybe you make a cup of coffee and you read a book. Maybe you just sit in the silence and quietness. Maybe you sit outside in the sun for a little bit. So schedule some time, free time for yourself. Maybe this is, you're like, okay, I don't necessarily need time every single day, but I would like to get some, a couple of hours in the afternoon on say, a Thursday afternoon, and you have a babysitter come over or a mother's helper, or maybe you bring them to a grandparent's house, or maybe it's on the weekend, you go hang out with some friends, whatever it looks like for you, schedule in free time for yourself. When we know we have that coming, it's exciting. And it can really help us keep going in the day-to-day and the mundane life that occurs while we are homeschooling our kiddos. Number five here on my list of some quick ideas on how to make your days more enjoyable is mom, I want you to smile and I want you to laugh often. Don't be stingy with your smiles. Don't be stingy with your laughter. Yes, there's time for correction and reproof for our children. But if we lose sight of just enjoying them. So my thought is, I I don't know, years and years ago, I don't know if I read it somewhere, probably, because I don't know that I'm that smart to come up with this. (laughs) But it was like, when my children look back on their years with me, how will they remember me? Will they remember me with a scowl on my face and uh, upset about everything and yelling about things? And we all have that scowl once in a while. But overall, how will they remember me? I, for one, want my kids to remember my face as smiling. Now, this doesn't mean that you walk around with a huge smile on your face all the time and it's fake. No, kids know. They want a genuine smile. When they think back to their years of being under your roof and you managing the home and educating them and organizing their days and just creating a lifestyle that's pouring into them, how are they going to remember you? Are they going to remember that you did laugh at the funny thing? Sometimes I don't know, maybe it's especially my boys or something, but I'm like, I really should probably go out and say, no, you shouldn't be racing those lawnmowers. Now the blades are not going, okay? So I do know that, but I'm like, okay. Sometimes I do go out, but sometimes I don't. And sometimes they see me watching the window and I do laugh. (laughs) So I don't know if they take advantage of that or not, but to be so uptight every single day. And I found myself as that uptight, strict mom years ago. Now, some of my one kiddo in particular says that that's okay. That's what that child needed. <laughs> but overall, in the whole scheme, the gamut of things of life, how do they remember you? So I want you to smile and I want you to laugh often. When they look over at you, do you smile back at them or do you give a scowl back at them? Smile back at them. Laugh at the things that are funny. If you're not used to laughing, if you become so uptight and just so bogged down and overwhelmed with the world, go watch some comedy. Go, I mean, try to make it clean. Um, whatever it is is going to make you smile, laugh. Maybe that's an indication that you need to get away a little bit. Maybe go on a date night get a babysitter, go hang out with your husband, 
go out for dinner, just enjoy yourself. So how, how, what can you do to help pour into yourself to help you to smile and laugh more often? Because smiling is my favorite. Anybody know what movie that's from? But laughing really does. It connects and bonds us um, through life. So I hope that these five tips have helped you out. And in case you want a quick chicken scratch, write them down if you missed them the first time. Number one is don't overbook yourself with activities or your coursework. You're going to hop into clarifyyourhomeschool.com for all the details on how not to do that. Number two, you're going to have your kids help out picking curriculum, books, and courses of study. Number three, allow time to get your to-do list and your chores done during the day. Number four, schedule in free time for yourself. And number five, I want to see you smiling and laughing. If you are looking for some connection, Mama, I want to see you over also in the Facebook group. The link is in the show notes. This is an amazing group of homeschool moms who are genuinely kind. And when people leave posts, maybe you don't quite fully agree with the way that they are doing homeschooling. I mean, they're not, not doing anything illegal. They're not doing anything immoral. But you're like, well, I my style's a little bit different. You know what these moms do? They either encourage anyway or they just keep scrolling. I had an incident a couple weeks ago just posting something in a local uh, Facebook group and sometimes I kind of confirm why sometimes I don't like Facebook. <laughs> some of you are like, mm-hmm, because I, it was not any big deal. Just looking for some kids who wanted to possibly work for my son with his lawn mowing business. And I had to take down the post in one of the groups. I was like, this is ridiculous. These people are insane. They can't just scroll by because it doesn't have anything to do with them. But in this Facebook group that I have created, you're not going to run into that. And if you do, I'm going to nip it in the bud. It's not going to happen. But these moms who are coming in are just like you because most of them are coming in because of the podcast. And if you're listening to this podcast, you're like my people. We are, we are each other's people. And you can interact and get some advice and encouragement and throw some ideas out there in that Facebook group. So go ahead and check out the link in the show notes this was a good one. I'm excited to hear and possibly you can let me know through the Facebook group um, what types of things are these that you employ. And I will see you again after the weekend. Have a fantastic weekend and enjoy time with your family. If this podcast has encouraged you, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. I love to hear how this show has impacted you. So if you could hop over and do that, I'd be so grateful. While you're at it, take a screenshot of this episode and share it with your friends to encourage them. You can also find me over on Instagram at Little by Little Homeschool. Until next time, have a beautiful day, Mama.